everyone, and welcome back to another BJD Discussions. Very recently, I've watched Shell's Sunday Service, and she brought up a few things that I wanted to discuss. I had a little chuckle when she said that no one discusses anything anymore on YouTube. I guess I may be one of those don't follow channels, because in the past I went post for about three months at a time when I was in high school and college, but I'll get more into that a bit later. This discussion originated when the hobbyist returned after a break, and she was mentioning that she wasn't motivated to make videos because there aren't as many people posting anymore. I agree that people are not posting as much as they used to. I think a large part of that is because outside of our peaceful YouTube community on like Tumblr and Instagram, possibly Flickr, I haven't really checked up on it. Um, the hobby has become a little bit more toxic for people wanting to make videos like many of us. They have the fear of, OK, what do I look like? Um, am I am I not wearing makeup or people going to comment because of it? Like because my hair looks a certain way. Um, I don't have an intro at the beginning of my videos. I'm not editing them. People are going to judge me because of that. My dolls aren't interesting enough. And I don't have money to do box openings that everyone wants. That whole, especially with the whole I don't have money thing um, to sh buy and show things for people. That has been a big issue for a while. And it has been discussed here on YouTube a few years ago. Also, the recast issue... And how the bullying has gone up a level because of the whole copyright BS that happened. People can't confidently go on YouTube and share their doll stuff without someone commenting about it. And asking, is that legit or not? I've had in videos about one of the Bitsu type dolls that I gave a try. People commenting about if they're legit or not. So... People are, don't have it as easy as it used to be on doll YouTube. And YouTube viewers in general expect more just because of how YouTube is changing. Um, it's different from the old days when you could just jump on and film from your webcam and nobody cared you're making a video. So nowadays there is a lot more pressure. So that also affects how often people are posting. In regards to people who don't post as frequently, I as well tend not to follow people who like they post maybe twice a year, if anything. If there's like a two to three month gap, I don't really mind, especially if I like you and your dolls. I'm also more easy on these people because I've been there. Life goes on outside of the hobby. People have kids. People have work gets busy. People have school. Sometimes you want to socialize with your friends and family and they're not in the hobby. So there are there are even times when your mental health isn't so great. So you just don't want to be in front of a camera pretending it's all good, worrying about what do I look like, those pressures that I mentioned before. Some real life examples that you guys might refer to is Angsty Penguin. She's having a baby. Congrats to her. And She's working as well because she does doll commissions. I don't know if she does another type of work, but 
I know she does face-ups. She didn't really post often on YouTube to begin with, but now that she's enjoying being a mom, going to have a baby, she's not going to be posting very often. Or maybe she'll be even taking a break. I'm not going to really judge her for that. I'm not going to unsubscribe to her for that. For another example, for KB, she had a bit where she left because she was being a regular teen. She was hanging out with her friends and just having fun, regular teen stuff. I'm not really going to unsubscribe to her for not posting because of those reasons. Um, When I was in school, I was working as well, and I had to try to balance hanging out with my friends who are not in the hobby and doing stuff with family and all that. And making doll videos sometimes fell through the cracks. That's why they were so infrequent. So I wouldn't be as tough on people who don't post as often. I'm not saying that everyone needs to sub to everyone despite their posting habits. I'm just wanting to bring that up into consideration. Another thing that I want to bring up for people just starting videos It's hard because you don't really know who is watching or if anyone is watching. Um, We uh, it's hard to find people. I find even putting in common BJD terms, it is hard to find people with the algorithm. To only the popular people that we all know of are always at the top, but it's very difficult to go and find new people. So I think that we as Dolly people need to try to comment more on each other's videos and maybe not saying you have to maybe even shout out smaller channels so we can find each other and connect because as a smaller channel it's really hard to make video for goat like videos for ghosts I honestly thought when I started that no one watched my videos unless they were box openings or tag videos which for the most part was true because when I looked at the statistics, that's what it said. And that's why I only made box openings and tag videos for a while because they were the only videos that I got interactions from. It was, and it wasn't until I was about to leave the hobby, at least the social side of it, that I received comments from my subscribers. And I was honestly shocked because I didn't know they were there and I didn't know anyone cared to see me on my channel or they that they watched my wine and dolly videos and just me being myself with my dolls so after I did see that I started to post more often for them because I knew you were there some people just don't know they have an audience like and this happens more with smaller channels people who have larger and if they had a larger channel for a while I don't think they really remember or notice that people with smaller channels have this problem. So, as I'm saying, if you don't know you have an audience, even if it's small, it's harder for you to post off regularly because you're not getting any interaction. There's no benefit. It's like you're making a personal diary for yourself, basically, because you don't know anyone's watching. No one ever says anything. As I said, you're making videos for ghosts. Another topic I wanted to touch on um, was the topic of everything going quiet because Pine Size Palace is gone that she mentioned. Okay, I agree that she was inspirational. 
However, I don't think it's fair to make it seem like she was the entire life of the hobby. And now that she's gone, we're all just helpless. We're all just got to be depressed. We all got to just be die off. Oh, so sad. A lot of us were here because before she was even in the hobby. So I don't think it makes sense for now that she is gone for us to just throw our hands up in the air and just be like, well, that's it. I think what people miss is the aesthetic that she had that and the aesthetic and the energy that she brought to the hobby because it was different from what we were used to because there are patterns and trends in the hobby. We see the same things, the same people start to do the same things with their dolls different aesthetics come and go. So she did bring something different that we hadn't seen that we liked. And it brought inspiration because it's something new. Her videos, however, were like everyone else's in terms that she did do wine and dollies just like everyone else. She did box openings like everyone else, tag videos, updates, normal stuff that everyone else does. So I don't like think that it's completely fair to give her all the credit because she does do the same things that people have been doing from before she did do a lot of stuff for newbies which was different and that I liked and I thought it was great because it did attract new faces to the hobby and to the YouTube side which yay more more people to interact with for us that hadn't been done before um, that was new and Possibly what people found refreshing on top of the new look, the sharing of information. Hey, I know this, this, and this company is good to try out. I know a couple of companies I tried out. I didn't know about until she mentioned it. So I think, yes, that was a great thing that she did bring to the hobby. And people continuing to share where they get things and sharing information has become more of a thing now, which I'm really happy about. The, like with the Nally Wind leaving and Petsa's palace, there is, of course, going to be some quietness. But I don't think we have to make the hobby's ex excitement and motivation and inspiration go down because the newest big person isn't around. If you want more discussions in the hobby, you start it. You want to laugh at people for attempting or... Like, I wouldn't say, like, talk, talk down to, but say, like, a big whatever. But they're at least trying. They're trying to engage people. If you want people to inspire you, you try to inspire others. Lead by example type thing. It's not easy. I, just saying it makes it sound super easy. It's not. But we're all in the hobby together. So we all want to have fun. We all have to try. We all have to make the effort to connect with each other or it's not going to work. I agree, I greatly appreciate those who have been posting, have been consistently been posting from before the uprise of Pineside Palace or before even Denali Wynn, before all those people and have been continuing on to keep posting I am very appreciative of those people and I'm appreciative of the people who maybe have jumped in because of those influencers in the hobby or I'm happy for them as well 
Um, I'm always happy for more people to be posting and joining in in the hobby. And I'm even trying to do my part in my own little way. It might not be the way that is being wanted, the new refreshing type thing. I'd, but I'm doing it in my own way, you know. And I think I encourage people to try to do it in your own way as well. Another question I wanted to bring to the forefront or slash idea Maybe we should have more than one inspiration source. Um, from RuPaul's Drag Race, Kimchi, a fantastic gal, had an interview about where she gets inspiration from. And they asked, like, is it from other drag queens, family? What is it? So she replied the world around her and what she sees. She says she could see an interesting rock. And then she'll do something inspired from that rock. Maybe us in the hobby, we should have a mentality more like that. Because everyone ha naturally has their ups and downs with inspiration and motivation. Not just with dolls, with like anything. But it would be possibly not as often to have those ups and downs if it wasn't solely based on other people's collections and actions. Maybe for another video we'll talk about getting attached to other people's collections and how it affects how it affects you because it really does affect all of us. For me personally, um, one thing that I try is with my writing. I know I don't share my writing a ton, but music inspires me a lot and I'll never run out of music to listen to. So I can always have that little boost if I'm feeling uninspired, if I need it. Another YouTuber who isn't active anymore because of motherhood got inspiration from reading books. And reading those books would inspire her to create her own things, which her medium was through dolls. That's another great example. So maybe we could try to get other sources of motivation and not just focus on other people to keep you motivated because everyone has their ups and downs and just because someone is down on their motivation doesn't mean you have to as well that's just a little food for thought there and that's all I have to say today um I want to know what you guys think how does your motivation and inspiration work for you and are you open to change for that motivation and inspiration if it hasn't been working for you and what do you think would bring more life air quotes life into the hobby and just let me know below so until next time bye guys